tuned in to Hollywood Ways with Doug and Breezy. Oh, hey Ted. I know that you like the lies, know you like the way it shines. There's no other place you'd rather be. This is how we do it. Welcome to Hollywood Ways. We're going to bring on uh, Adam Wahid, who's actually uh, starring in the new show, Ram Milan, a big social media influencer from New York and actually has a great story and I think is going to be a big star. Um, he just did Bill Maher's podcast recently and he had a big piece on him on CBS Sunday morning. And uh, I like to think that I found him after his 40 million followers found him. So I'm excited <laughs> to bring him on in a little bit, but um, let's talk about where we are. Uh, picture should be locked tonight. Um, Ted Foxman, I will send everybody, you, Charlie, Kevin, Kevin, uh, Gary, Dave Perkle, our, our inner core group, all cuts tonight. Here, last final thoughts. And then uh, tomorrow, um, we'll start sound mixing and getting it online ready. And then we're going to try to shop this thing. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. First of all, I want to congratulate you on being on the cutting edge of finding Adam Wahid after the first 40 million people found him. Yeah. And uh, I got an I eye. think he was. a Huh? I have an eye. Yeah, you really do. He uh, I'm really looking forward to talking to him because he uh, was absolutely awesome in the show. He did a great job and uh, very excited to hear his story and his background and and hear what he thought of the experience. Um, I'm super excited because we've been basically editing now for a week. And I think you've got this thing totally nailed down. Um, I think people are going to be absolutely thrilled when they see it. So I'm, I'm super psyched. Yeah, I'm, I am too. And uh, as Gary Goldman is sending me notes from uh, Gary is our producer and he's working on another show right now. He's sending me comments that I don't even know what he's talking about because the cut from today is not even up yet, but he's throwing out things randomly at me that, um, <laughs> you know, part of the process. And it's funny because Pat is like, at some point, just call it like, it's not at some point, <laughs> this is the quickest edit in the history of pilots. We've literally, we wrapped less than a week ago. We're going to be fully locked picture within, uh, you know, 10 days of, of being done. So I am thrilled to have everybody's input at the end of the day. Like I've said, I'm going to make the decisions, but I think everybody's had good thoughts and good ideas. And uh, it's it just, a, it's a more enjoyable way to work anyway, to me. So as long as people are yep. annoying, you know, I brought Scott Venner in today. Finally, you know, I hold off on him to the last minute because he's so negative, um, but he is a great music supervisor. He has an incredible ear for music and uh, you know, he, started kind of on entourage from the beginning, but not really because he wasn't even in the business. Um, and he just kept bringing great songs and eventually became our music supervisor. And now he's, you know, become a star in his own right and uh, has his own podcast with Pharrell, uh, that you can check out, um, called other tone, which is great. So he gave us a song for the opening that you'll see in an hour that I think whether it becomes a song or not, it's just a thousand times better than what was in there and really gives the energy of the scene the way I wanted to shoot it and the vibe that I want to feel. Cause we open up with a pretty complicated, long one shot in a small space. Um, so for those who don't know what that means, like there's no edit in it. And I like to do that as much as I can, cause it makes it feel as realistic and lively as possible, but it's also extremely challenging, especially when you're shooting in a short amount of time and in a, pretty tough location to work in, but I think we got it. So now is this a different song than the one that he sent you while you were flying uh, to New York yes. for the weekend? Yes, it is. Yes. Different. Is. Okay. Yes. I'm excited hear to hear it. You'll hear it within the hour. Um, 
So let's see. You had lunch with Dylan today in Nobu. Now you're like your boys with with uh, the actors. How was that? Uh, it was great. We missed you. We're very glad that you were uh, willing to sacrifice your time to be in the editing room, obviously. But uh, yeah, Dylan I passed up a free a, Nobu lunch. That was a mistake, probably. It was. I'm sure it was a mistake because in the scheme of things, the, these two hours probably are going to be much better spent at Nobu. But yeah, uh, it was a be- absolutely beautiful day out there. I didn't realize, and I guess I had forgotten. Dylan wasn't with us in the first screening that we did with the um, with the couple of guys from the main cast. So he hasn't seen a cut yet and he's really excited. He's it's building for him. So there's a lot of hype in his head. Um, Yeah, he's going to lose his mind Um, and he's so good in it. Um, You know, it's hard to ever say. Uh, guys who you know were Emmy worthy every year could be better in something, and I'm not going to say he's better than Johnny Drama because he was so great in that. But he's as good as he's ever been in this. So is Charlie. So is Kevin. And honestly, the rest of our cast. We spoke to Breezy today. She's grinding away still on All American, and um, you know, obviously, it's uh, great to be on a hit show. But I think um, I think she's missing us because we just have a fun time. Like we shoot like we're having a good time, even though we're making something that's going to be as professional as anything else. And I'm not saying they don't have fun on All American, but I'm sure they definitely definitely a lot harder job and a lot less sexy locations that are more difficult to pull off. And it's a drama, you know, so there's a lot more serious. Well, and there's 20 some odd episodes in a season. So it's a nice little break for her to, you know, be with new groups and new energy and you know. Yeah. And our guy, Harvey Gian, that again, I thought I discovered for a minute. I mean, every day he's in a new show or Holy a new movie. Cow. Have it's you seen nuts. what he's been doing? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. He's in a DC movie. Um, he's in the big mouth spinoff. Um, Puss in I, I Boots. Mean, he plays a, he plays a main character in Puss in Boots. Apparently Puss's best friend. <laughs> yeah. And he's so good in this. I wish we could have uh, just locked him up for six years, but uh, <laughs> that's what we're going to have to do with everybody. So anyway, yeah, he's next great. week, you know, I think next week what we'll start doing is um, we'll start meeting with agents and representation um, and see if we like someone that can go sell it. And, you know, whether we decide to go with someone or I just start calling people who I know myself, uh, it's going to be an interesting process because not yeah. a lot of people do this. We're, we're definitely out on the limb. What I can say is hopefully you feel the same way as if you told me it was going to be as good as this four months ago, I, I would have been doubly enthused to be uh, where we are right now. So we'll, we'll find out what people think though. So yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm very excited. Cause it, like you said, four months ago, we really didn't know. And we were making choices at that time and you were writing and, and figuring things out and, everything that ended up being on screen, I think is better than I could have possibly even hoped or imagined. So it it was great. Yeah. And I think uh, everybody overachieved, you know, Um, they're great, but Dave Perkle cinematography is, you know, we, we went with film. Steve Bellamy helped us with Kodak getting some discounts and, you know, everyone was like, Oh, why are you going film? It's just looks so much better. And of course, some of the things make it a little more difficult. And when we're running takes, you run out of reels run out and we roll out and the actors feel shitty. But at the end of the day, they look better and everything looks better. And it has the exact vibe that I wanted it to have. And that's, I think all, all you can say is when you set out to make something, you're making a TV show or a movie. There's so many things. I had a vision that was very clear, but I cannot do that on my own. I need dozens and dozens of people to all do what they do at the highest level. And everybody did. And, you know, there's oftentimes I've shot things where I've been disappointed, whether I blame myself or somebody else. 
everything in this so far has been where I wanted it to be. Um, hopefully we can make the music as good as everything else, which, you know, there's a couple of thoughts I have. And as I said, producer Ted, it's time for you to go out there. I think we get Gary Clark jr. To go do an original score for this thing. And that doesn't mean we can't still use source music like we did on entourage, but we never scored entourage except for when I was doing the fake movies inside the movies, this show, I think, lends itself to a different thing. And we yeah. talked about it early on my sideways influence and weirdly enough, Ralph Kent who did the music for sideways. And I think was nominated for an Academy award for either that or something else. He did. He did my first short film. So I, I spotted him in 1991 um, and got him to do it. And maybe we reach out to him as well, but I think there's just like a blues element in this. If we could find an authentic guitar player, like that. And also Dave Perkle today was telling me our DP that he's friends with Joe Walsh. Um, <laughs> now I don't know uh, even what I, we would do I with Joe, Joe Walsh necessarily, but um, he's one of my favorite guitar players also. And I, I don't know, I just have different ideas. And um, I think that's the next thing that'll take us to the next level when we, we solve exactly what we want to do musically. So I think now that the picture's locked, we'll start getting into sound, which you haven't seen. I don't think in your life, a, a cut without sound done. Have you, is this your first time seeing a rough cut? I, I've, I've seen, I've seen versions of it before, but I think that some of the other elements were already finished. So um, I've seen it when they're still, they're experimenting with some stuff, but never, never in this state. Um, and I'm excited. I mean, I, I, uh, I don't think I even told you, uh, you know, I ran into John Mayer the other day at lunch it took everything out of me not to just say, can you please do this right now? I'm going to just kidnap you and throw you in the back of my car. Um, By the way, it's another one. I mean, um, huh, it's a shame, you know, uh, Bob Saget asked John to do uh, victory, the podcast. We were looking for someone because I couldn't get Adrian to do it. We were looking for someone to fill in for a table read and play Vince, which I thought would be very cool. If it was John Mayer, um, mm. he turned us down, but this is a different thing. And uh, I think, He's going to love this show, I believe. I think he's going to relate to it as well. Um, and John would be amazing. If we could get him to like come in and do a, a, an original score, that would be sick. So yeah. um, I still, though, Gary Clark is, is on my mind. I think it's the tone. You've said um, it from the very beginning. The, literally the first day we were shooting, you were like, I think I really want to have Gary Clark Jr. on this. Yeah. Now, by the way, let's not say like, oh, like I'm, oh, I want to have him as if I can control that. But I want to beg him to do it is what I want to do. And, you know, we put uh, a Gary Clark Jr. Song in as temp. And it's funny. Cause when I, I first heard it, the, the, the editor put it in, cause I mentioned exactly what I said to you and he put it in. And I, when I heard it in the background, I thought it was Steve Ray Vaughn, who's one of my favorites of all time. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's Gary Clark's. And I knew I'm right. I know this will really work. So we should actually start figuring out a way to reach out to him. It's I'm going to do, know, we some, got uh, I'm gonna do yeah. some research, find out his favorite ice cream, send him 40 pints and see, by the uh, way, Josh uh, Applebaum knows him uh, who does our t-shirts and stuff. So we actually should oh, actually really? just try to make it easy and go, let's get him on the phone and let's see if he wants to even look at it because I got Ryde Cooter to do something on uh, entourage. And obviously we got Led Zeppelin on entourage when nobody thought we could. So um, I think the, the idea is to think, big and hope for the best and not settle till we get what we want. And um, I think uh, I would love to sit with Gary Clark and let him watch this show. I'd love him to meet Charlie Sheen and hear his story so we can understand some of the back of it. Yeah. And I think he, I think uh, maybe he would relate to it. So 
that's that's uh, what we got to do, though. So we should hit Applebaum, who, by the way, there's Ramble on T-shirts and hats, very limited amounts. But if if you want them, you're helping us as we try to get uh, mostly Ted's money back, but a little bit of mine as well as we <laughs> uh, move onward and see if we can sell this thing. So anyway, I got nothing else. I'm excited to talk to Adam. Uh, anything yeah, else well, we got to rush down to the studio to meet him. So let's let's leave right, our houses so, and get down there. All right. So I'm going to get in my car. I'll drive down there and we'll be back with Adam Wahid. Check him out as Adam W on uh, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. He's really quite talented. All right. We'll be back. See you soon. I'm Martin Cove, Sensei John Kreese from Cobra Kai and the Karate Kid Trilogy. And who's kicking it with the Coves this week, Rach? We have Jacob Bertrand, who plays Hawk from Cobra Kai. I'm so excited. You know, my dad's a doctor, so he has to like wear the scrubs and the special hat and all that crap. And so he found out that I was getting a mohawk. He was like, dude. Oh, I'm so jealous. I wish I could have a mohawk at my job. Oh, God, you're so lucky. Don't miss out. Listen to and follow Kicking It With The Coves. Now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podcast One. All right, welcome back, Hollywood Ways. We've got, I mean, I love this story because uh, I found them, although millions and millions of other people found them first, and then my friend Chris Case somehow snuck in and grabbed them for Bill Maher's podcast before me. But, uh... Adam Wahid, New Yorker, Long Island, correct? I'm repping. I'm repping hard, Long Islander. So what happened is, for the show, um, we met on Instagram. This is a crazy turn of events right here, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I slid into your DMs. You slid slid in my DMs, (laughs) you know? Was that creepy or what? Uh, You know what? Was it you that slid in my DMs, or did I slide into your DMs? I'm not positive. I I think I might have done, I think it was a meet, because you reposted my video. I saw right. something that you did that I thought was funny. And just so you know, I'm not like, I don't normally repost like the influencers' videos. On but an I, in feed, though. That's what got me. What does that mean, an like, in feed? What so, like, it? usually when you repost somebody's thing, you put it on your story or something. But for you to in feed post somebody, that's like serious. Which one did I do? The one with uh... the hand. Oh, yeah, the yeah, hand. Yeah. Which one was that? Uh, it, so basically, so basically <laughs> it was like, it's a, it's a pony, right? And I put like bike oh, yeah. folds on, on a girl. And basically, I'm, like, telling her to shove her hand up something. And it's, like, a watermelon that's cut out, and it's, like, filled with Nutella. And she's shoving her hand up this, and her arm goes all the way through, right? And then she removes it, and I push away the watermelon. And, and put then a horse. There's a horse there. So it's, like, her hand with the horse's ass. Um, and then she comes out, and, like, I take it off, and, like, I put, like, a little, like, Nutella on the pony's tail. And it just seemed like her hand was, like, full force up her ass. <laughs> and then she, like, freaked out when, when I removed the blindfolds. Awesome. Now, but by the way, she's acting. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, uh, listen. I mean, you could smell the Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like three pounds of Nutella. But you know what? There's so many things about this that make me happy because I saw it and I was like, this, this guy's funny. Like, I see a lot of shit on the internet. I'm like, this guy's funny. And then, like, I started talking to you. You got to understand that. We cast this whole show with giant stars, but this one part where I said Mark Cuban is going to come in with like a big influencer like Josh Richards, who we had on our podcast or something. And I kept saying, for, "This is we're talking three or four months now." I'm like, yeah. Adam W is the guy, correct? Did yeah, I say no, 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 a hundred percent. He he literally on a Sunday, every Sunday, he's like he's become this like way my before second father. Sunday. He he like sends me things from CBS this morning. This show. is way <laughs> but, way way before. But that. he finally sends me this one. He goes. This is the guy I was telling you about. Yeah. So, but anyway, I kept saying, and then, you know, we got this whole crew here that are all old dudes who don't know what we're talking about. But like, no, there's this influencer here. There's this one. <laughs> and I kept saying, I'm telling you, it's this 
Adam W., who I didn't know you were a New Yorker. I didn't know you were a Long Islander. I just saw that video. And then you did another one with, like, um, there was, like, things swinging uh, and knocked a girl in the head. Or oh, something the water like bottle? The, the water, water bottle. bottle one. Which one was the water bottle? Where you, died, you threw, like, a water bottle, like a regular just like the, bottle like of water. Like the two of you are sitting on a rope. chairs or something on a rope. And you're so dodging so the water videos. bottle. Oh, and then, yes, yes. And then okay. you smash it with a five-gallon oh, one that's, yeah. like, from a water cooler. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, but I so but I want to want to talk about because the TikTokers, a lot of people um, think that this is bullshit, and I've been saying for over two years now, this is a time to create. It's not expensive anymore. You can do things if you want to be an actor, you want to be a writer, you want to be a director. Just get off your ass and start making things, and you did it. So, just tell me how you start doing this. So I moved out here about five years ago, right? And I moved out here because I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a comedian. So I knew one guy who lived out here, and I was like, all right, I'm going to move out here. He hired me as his assistant, right? right? He's paying me like 600 bucks a month. I'm living in Long <laughs> Six, I yeah. don't think that's Six, legal. No, but check this out. <laughs> 600 bucks a month. I'm living in Long Beach, okay? Because my cousin was living in Long Beach, right? So I move in a studio apartment with him. He's already there. I'm giving him 300 bucks. Right. No car, nothing. I'm taking bus and train here every single day. 7 a.m. I'm coming here. I don't leave till like midnight on the last one back, <laughs> right? Because it's like an on-call job, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to like. We act. should turn this guy in. This guy should be yeah, taken yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening, child labor we're coming after you. No, um, no, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, <laughs> he really did me a favor. He was the only reason I moved out here. Right? right. So I'm here for a year and a half. I'm like trying to get gigs. I'm trying to get like an audition. I'm trying to get a manager agent. Nothing. Year. Nothing. So it gets to the point where I'm like, all right, fuck. I see people making stuff online. Let me try this. This is like my last straw. Like, let me try making a video. Never went to film school, never recorded something, never even acted, okay? <laughs> I came out here to be an actor and never acted. I couldn't afford to go to acting classes. I just, uh-huh. you know, I just, people always told me I was funny. Like, yeah. oh, you should be an actor. I was like, all right, I'll try it. <laughs> so I... Your parents must have been thrilled. Oh, my God. My mom was like, what the hell are you doing with your life? I told her I was like going to make videos on Instagram, and she's like, what? What the hell is <laughs> What's Instagram? Instagram? Right? She has no clue. Now she's like my biggest fan. She's in the comments fighting with people. I'm like, mom, don't respond to people. Don't <laughs> respond to negative comments. You know? Did your mother think you were funny growing up, though? Yeah. Because my father tells everyone he didn't know I was funny growing up. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 no. My mom knows I'm funny. But she was always like, it's not a career. You know, my mom's right. Middle Eastern. She came from Egypt. Like, she's like, right. the hell, you could be a doctor or a lawyer, <laughs> right. you know? Right. So this is like my last straw. I see people make stuff online. I'm like, all right, let me try this. So I'm Googling, like, how the hell do you shoot a video? How do you edit, right? <laughs> I have no clue, right? So everyone should be listening to every word he's saying, though, because all the people who say they don't know how to get into this business. The reason I made Ramble on is for the same reason. I don't want to go through the whole system. I want to do it. So keep yeah, going. Absolutely. So I decided I'm going to make a video. It takes me about four months to make a 30 second <laughs> video. OK, reason why I'm an assistant. Right. So like I'll get a guy to shoot my video and an actress and then my boss will call me so I have to leave. (laughs) Or then I'll get the actress and my boss is fine but then the shooter cancels, right? At this time, I have 300 followers. So I have no leverage. Like, you know, people are just doing me the favor to even show up and shoot, right? Right. I finally shoot it. It comes back blurry like it was out of focus. (laughs) I'm like, fuck. So I finally, whatever, I I, I edit the video, I post it. 90 views. 90 views, mind you. But out of 300, that's pretty good. Yeah. If you can do that with your 30 million now, you're, you're going to be rocking it. But yeah. No, I mean, at the time, I was, was like. A lot, your mother was a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> it was family. Close family who was watching. <laughs> right. Um, but I was so upset because I was like, dude, I've been here for damn near a year and a half. I've made no money. 
like at all. I'm barely, I'm living paycheck to paycheck here. I finally make a video, 90 views. I'm like, all right, what the F? Like, whatever. I try another video. Do you like that first video still? Do you stand behind it? I, uh, it was so rough. The, <laughs> right. the concept was great. Yeah. The actual execution of it, ass. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. dude, I'm like filming on an iPhone here, and I'm like, horrible cuts, eye lines are off, I'm breaking 180s. <laughs> right. Like, it's, 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 a, it's a shit show. Right. So I tried to make another video. Same thing, like 75 views. <laughs> so at this point, it's been a year and a half. I'm like, all right, fuck this. I'm moving back home. I quit. Like, I've, I've been here for a year and a half, you know, and at nothing, right? Yeah. So it was the end of the month, and I was like, all right, I might as well just get paid this last paycheck. You know, a flight back to New York's like 400 bucks, you know? Yeah, that was so, a whole, whole paycheck for you. Yeah, a whole paycheck <laughs> for me, right? Actually, a, a paycheck and a half, a paycheck and a quarter, because I was only pocketing like 300. <laughs> but I say, all right, fuck it. Like, I'm moving back. Let me wait till the end of the month. I already tell my boss, like, I'm thinking about moving back home, whatever. And I'm like, while I'm here, I might as well make a few more videos. Why not? So the fourth video that I make, I post it in the morning. And at nighttime, it has a thousand views. Wow! And I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, I have 300 followers. It's more than my following. Like, a thousand views. This yeah, it's is five forwarded. Yeah, and keep in mind, there's no TikTok at this point. Yeah, this right. is just IG days. How many years is this? This is ago. five years ago. Okay. So I say um, that's pretty cool. Like a thousand views by whatever by nighttime. Didn't think anything of it though. Like that crazy. Go to bed. Wake up in the morning. Four hundred thousand views. Wow. What? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I'm like, what the fuck happened last night? You know? And I'm getting texts and everyone's like, Ludacris posted your video. Like, World Star Hip Hop posted your video. A bunch of these other celebrities and big pages posted your video. My account went from 300 followers to 7,000 followers. Wow. Right? In one day. In, in overnight. Yeah, literally Holy one night. Moly. Right? So I call my boss up and I'm like. I quit. I quit. I, I, I was like, I quit. And he's like. <laughs> You're quitting because you had one viral video? And I'm like, yeah, I'm famous. <laughs> That's it for me. You know, like, whatever. So I end up moving out of Long Beach, right? I quit my job. I'm, now I'm in North Hollywood. I'm in a two-bedroom with four people. Curtain in the room. And these other guys also. They're actors, too. Yeah, and actors. And they're pissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we're all like, you know, we're all grinding, right? Yeah. Grinding. So at this point, I'm just Borrowing money for my sister to pay rent, six hundred bucks a month, and I'm going full. I got to tell you, I, this this friend of yours is bugging me more and more by the minute. I mean, like, wait, who? This friend is paying you nothing. You're like starving. Yeah. You're yeah. begging your sister for money. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> it was it was like a like a half internship, half job All right, type of thing. Okay. You know, I got it. Yeah. So and the, the thing is, was the thing the, is, the, he was introducing money. me to people, right? Yeah. But the problem was, I'm getting introduced as an assistant. So people are like, ah, yeah. Like, yeah, he's a nobody. Yeah, he's a nobody, you know? like So I can, it doesn't matter who I meet. I can meet the biggest people. They're like, ah, they're looking at me in the yeah. light of you're an assistant. Like, get the fuck out and of here, You're like, right? no, I got 400,000 views. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is before. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I so I uh, moved to North Hollywood. I'm doing this full force. I'm shooting, editing, posting every day. Some days I'm missing, I'm making like probably out of every 15 videos, I'm only posting three because I'm so embarrassed of the videos. I'm like, fuck, this didn't work. Great idea, no execution. It sucked, right? Anyway, fast forward, you know, 10, 12 videos in, I hit a million views on a video, and I eventually get to around 500,000 followers, right? Wow. But the problem is I'm making zero money. Right. Zero money. And this is like before the eight. Like now there's brand deals, brands trust creators. There's a market for that. Back five years ago, like, you know, very few brands were like, hanging on is there. influencer marketing a thing? Like, so what did you think? You, did you think it could lead to acting jobs? What was the point? Yeah. yeah. The point, whole point in my mind yeah, was famous. If, if I get, you know, a big enough audience, like, dude, why would like WME not want to sign me? Why can't right. I get on this show? Whatever. Right. Right? That was in my mind, right? So 
I'm at half a million followers and I'm like, fuck, I need to like make money. How are people making money? So I'm going around other influencers, bigger ones like King Batch and these guys. And, uh, you know, I'm not like a forward guy. I'm not going to ask someone about their business, you know, or how are you making money? But I'm just like peeping game. Like, how's everyone making money? You know, like, because I'm broke. And uh, I see they're doing these things called brand deals. I'm like, fuck, like, how can I get one of those brand deals? Because right. then I'd be set. So at the time I had this series where every time I posted, it would get close to like a million views. Right. It was like a series about when you have no standards. So it would always be like something wrong with the girl. Like she had really big feet or something and a guy would turn it down. And then I turn the corner with a huge shoe or right. something. Right? <laughs> right. Right. No matter what her issue was, I would I would take it. Right? You would and address I, it. Yeah. And I played like a song and it was visual and it just did well for me. So I had this idea where I was like, all right, if I post a video that goes like crazy viral, I'm sure that a brand will reach out to me and, you know, give me money to make some videos. Right. So at the time in this series, I was like, I want to put – I need a giraffe in my video, <laughs> a real giraffe. And mind you, now you see all types of shit online, right? No one's, no one's done anything a giraffe, with no. a giraffe yet, okay? <laughs> Comedy-wise, no fucking way, right? Did you get What's-His-Face from Malibu, that giraffe from the uh, – No, I wish. I wish. What's that? Yeah, I've seen that guy. Yeah. Um, all no. the Toys R Us ones were available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. So I was like, all right, I got to find a giraffe. So I start Googling giraffe. 10th page of Google, I find a guy. I call him up. I'm like, hey, I'm doing a student project. Like, I really need you to draft for five minutes. I'm filming <laughs> on the phone. Um, is there any way I could use it? The guy's like, dude, I charge 10K minimum for the draft. I do movies. That's what he said, you right. know? I'm like, is there any way, like, what's the cheapest you can give this thing for me? He's like, if you come to me, he's in Medford, Oregon, by the way. Right. Medford, Oregon. He's like, if you come to me, I'll give it to you for 3,000 bucks, right? And I'm like, done. Where were you getting 3,000 bucks? So this is the next part. I had like maybe 300 bucks in my account. So I call my sister who's been paying my rent and I'm like, please, yeah, please. Can I, you need give to, me, I need a I giraffe. Need a giraffe. <laughs> can you give me 3K for this giraffe? And she's like, get the f*** out of here. No f***ing shot. Like I'm already paying your rent. And I'm like, I swear I'll pay you back. I swear I'll pay you back. And she's just like, no. My birthday comes up. I finally convince her. She's like, I'll give you the 3K. Like if you don't give me the money back, I'm going to kill you. Like you piece of shit. Just take it. Give it back to me. So I hit up the guy. I book a flight to Medford, Oregon for the day. I fly in, right, and I shoot. This guy picks me up. By the way, this is like a country town. He's only heard me talk on the phone. I don't know if this guy's racist or he's going to kill me when he sees that. <laughs> he has brown. no idea who you are. Yeah. He's never seen an Egyptian in up, Medford, yeah. Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls up in a pickup truck. I'm like, fuck, you know, and he gets in. Nicest guy in the fucking world. He's never even held an iPhone before either, and he films my video for me. We film it. The giraffe turns the corner, right? Uh, I get my shot. He drives me back to the airport. I go home, edit the video, post it. Seven million views. Oh, my God. Wait. Seven million. I need a little. What what was it? What is it? What was the video? Yeah. She had a long neck? No, no. Yeah. So basically, (laughs) she had a long neck, right? And the guy's like, oh, no, your neck's too long. And then I turn the corner with a giraffe. (laughs) And I'm like humping in the air, like showing that like I'm down with that. (laughs) I love long necks. Yeah, I love long necks. You know, it's it's so dumb, but it was it worked. You know, I mean, I got to tell you, though, like, again, listening out there, we got Ted. Give a shout out. To our man, in we the got booth. Jared Rosenthal in the booth visiting Jared, from University of Wisconsin, and he wants to be an actor and or director, filmmaker, and he's out there making films too. But I think I have so many friends who sit there and go, "My agent doesn't call me back." My manager, and you're fucking just begging doing it. and borrowing to get a giraffe that you have no clue whether yeah, this thing is going to go. By the way, your sister is going. What is happening? Oh yeah, so she sees the video and she's like, "Okay, this is crazy." Like. Congrats, but like, so I what? But still, how am I getting back. my money back? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, 
Four days go by, nothing happens. Um, and at the time, one of my buddies, he had uh, like the beta program for Facebook monetization. So right now, Facebook monetizes. I don't know if you guys know. Like it's just like the YouTube model, no idea. right? But at the time, he was in the beta program. So he was one of the very like 100 influencers that had it. So he's like, dude, your video went viral. Like, let me post this on my Facebook and I'll give you half of whatever it makes. I'm like, fuck yeah, go ahead. Yeah. He posts it. 50 million views on his Facebook. Jesus. Okay. That equates to $36,000. He cuts me a check for what is that? 18K. 18, yeah. 18K. Now I have 18K. What'd you give account. your sister? I gave her like 4K All back. Right, I'm like, go. keep the change. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I gave her 4K back. Right? Meanwhile, she's been paying your rent 600 bucks a month yeah, for the last yeah, yeah. 10 I'm months. Like, hey, I'll pay you back for that <laughs> later. Keep the change. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah, owe you yeah, six yeah, grand. Yeah. yeah. Payment plan on that one. <laughs> but so now I'm sitting there with like what? Freaking 15, 14K in my account. I, I literally paid my last more money than you've ever had. Money. Yeah, more money than I have. The next day, I get a DM from T-Mobile. T-Mobile says, "Yo, we saw your video. We want you to make a video for us. The budget's twenty k." Unbelievable. Yeah, and you're like, I can do this for like three grand. No, <laughs> no. So what I did, I ended up spending like five k on that video because I was like, I'm gonna make this the most amazing fucking video they've ever seen. And if I were to make that video today, I'd spend fucking a thousand bucks, you know. But at the time, I don't have the knowledge. I'm did just they, learning. What, did they say we want you to do X, or they just said come up with something? No, no. Was, yeah, they had a campaign. You had to pitch it. It was, it was. Yeah, of course. There was a certain phone, um, and it was. They had a brief for it, and it was this particular campaign, and they wanted me to do something around that phone, right? So. I make the video. I send it back. The way the process works is they're going to approve it, of course. They're going to give their notes before anything goes live. I send it back to them. They literally message me back saying, this is the greatest video we've ever seen. We want to give you another 20K for another one. I haven't even posted the first one. Wow. So now I'm sitting here with like upwards of 50K in my account. I post both videos. Both do over a million views, which is crazy for a brand deal. This is before there's like the boosted factor and they pay for promotion. One million organic views off branded content is insane, and that's insane five years ago. So both those videos perform very well. They end up giving me a year deal. The next week, I do Old Spice. I do Disney. I do Mountain Dew, Adidas, Lyft. You name it. I'm doing every fucking brand you can imagine. Unbelievable. Right? The end of that year, I probably made around like 250K. Wow. Okay? After that, I get signed to CAA. I get a manager. I did a show on Comedy Central, um, and just everything is flowing. I'm getting millions and millions of views. And literally, from that, from that span of when that video, when I got paid from T-Mobile, it was like night and day. I literally moved out like two months later to my own apartment. My own bye bye curtain. Yeah, and my sister is like, "What the fuck is going on?" You know, like, how are you working with these brands? Like, how are they hitting up? I'm like, they're DMing me. And um, you know, fast forward now, I have 30 million across all platforms. I did 4.5 billion views last year alone uh, on my platforms, and currently this year I've been doing 1.5 billion a month. It's unreal. So, uh, do you look at these videos like instantaneously? Do you know which ones are working more or less? Do you ever yeah, pull anything down? For sure. And I never pull anything down. Um, if for it to go up, it's already been vetted like that this idea is going to happen. Now, keep in mind the difference between like this Instagram social media sketch comedy is you have a big comedian, right? And what do you really see out of that comedian? Whether it's a stand up guy, right? Mm -hmm. They're working on a bit, they're working on a set. After they do a special, they change the set, but they're working the same jokes. You look at like a big movie star, they're doing what? Three movies a year, four movies a year, and they're getting just judged on those three, four. Yeah. 
For me, I have to post every single day, and you have to be funny every single day. So why, if you don't post every day, does your algorithm like yeah, go down? Yeah, you can't just post when you want. If it was up to me, I'd post once a month, and it'd be the best thing ever. <laughs> so what are you doing? Every wow. night you're writing or what? Dude, some mornings I'll wake up at like 6 a.m., no idea, figure out an idea by 7, go get the props, get my producer, get my shooter, shoot it, edit it, post it by 11, by 3 p.m. it's at a million views. So do you now have a regular crew of people that yeah. are in, and do you have other people writing with you or coming up with ideas or what? That's the one thing I haven't really been able to figure out, the writing process. Oh, that's you know? me too. Because <laughs> – well, the thing is you get somebody – like even if I get somebody who's a legit writer come in, they're so used to doing it a certain way Yeah, where like – this social media content, there's a format that works. It's yeah, you have your lane, right? You know, yeah. you go, if I do something like this, I know exactly when it's going to hit. Exactly. And I know what ideas work, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of times when you get, like, someone seasoned or a veteran, you know, they've already got a distinct way of thinking. Yeah. And then if you get somebody who doesn't I mean, really know what they're doing, then they don't know what they're doing. Really it's what like, you're saying is writers are the biggest pain in the ass in the business, uh, which which they may very well be. So so let's talk about uh, how, how we come together here and the difference between what you're doing and this, if there is one. So, um... I posted your video. Maybe you said thanks or something like that. But then I saw you on CBS Sunday morning, and I still was taught, which, you know, just so anyone who doesn't know, that's you don't put influencers on CBS Sunday yeah. morning. This is a classy show that's interviewing presidents and the biggest yeah. people on the planet. And, and it was a great piece. It was really like a smart piece. And I told you I sent you a message. And then I was still in here, even though I, I really didn't debate a lot of this casting. I had a lot of voices in here telling me I got to get this guy, that guy, this one, and that one. And you know, as you know, in the show, you're not even really necessarily playing an influencer. Yeah. You're you know. playing a real so, investor. When you got this, like, first of all, do you know anything about Entourage? Have you seen it? 100%. Did you watch it? Dude, I'm like a freaking comedy junkie. I know everything. <laughs> like, dude, I grew up on that show. Yeah. All the quotes, all the... What, what year are you born? I was born in 1992. And so what were you... Who are some of your influences in comedy? I mean, I love Adam Sandler, Dave Chappelle. I mean, obviously, with the sketches, I, that's why I love Dave so much. Yeah. Um, though, honestly, Adam Sandler is like... Someone I would want to take the same career path as, you know? He creates comedy films. He's putting his friends in. He's producing them. Um, Sandberg, too. Yeah. Dandy, you Sam- know? Yeah. So, and, and now, all right, so you get this message from me, and you come in and, and do this, which is now like a big production, you know? Um, yeah. So how did that compare to how you kind of operate on your thing? You're doing 20 takes from fucking 10 angles? Yeah. Was it like- I, I mean, I get... I get the format of how you guys work, right? Like, if I, if it's my shoot, right, I'm, like, so particular in what I want. I'm watching playback. I'm doing exactly – I'm shooting exactly how I want to. And then at the same time, I know how I'm going to edit it. So if I don't get something the way I want, it's fine because I know it's getting cut, you know? So for this, it's, like, not a different world, but, you know, you come in and it's, like, this is someone else's project, right? Yeah, and I'm yeah. not used to always doing that, right? But I understand the etiquette, you know? Yeah. And I come in and, and do my parts and try to be as funny as I can, in my scene or bring as much life into that line delivery. Um, so it was a bit different, but yeah. at the same time, you, you know, wanted to take over. You wanted yeah. to throw me off. I wanted to take that dude. <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? Get him. Out. Oh shit. That's Doug. <laughs> so what's, do, tell me your, your game plan now or your thoughts. What do you want to be doing in five years? Do you want to be acting in someone else's show? Do you want to create your own thing? Like, what do you want to do? Biggest comedic actor, writer, director of all time. <laughs> well, you got, listen, you got a good start, and I, I, I really mean this. I see a lot of this shit on on thing. You've got you've got a good eye for stuff, and you're putting great stuff out there, and everybody should check them out. It's it's just fun stuff. So, what does your mom think now? 
Oh my god, she's like my biggest fan. Yeah, she's like she she goes around sometimes and tells people to follow me. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. <laughs> she's like, have Why you seen not? my son? You know, and most most people are like, yeah, I have seen she him. Handles your promo. Yeah, she's 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 like the number she's number one fan for sure. She's seen everything. Like, what my page is like on each platform. I'm doing like on YouTube. I'm doing like a million new subs a month on. IG, I'm doing like 200k a month. So like when I hit like 3.8 million, 3.9, she's the first one to text me. She knows before I even know. It's really cool. She's like just refreshing. She's on my page. Does she, does she pitch ideas or no? Yeah, they're, they're bad. They're pretty <laughs> bad. Yeah. Have you used any of them? Never. never oh no. no, no. And so has <laughs> acting stuff come besides this, which wasn't even through your agent. So, but yeah, it, has yeah. stuff come like not not a crazy amount. I mean, some stuff I kind of just it's not worth it, you yeah. know. Um, whereas like when I first started, if anything would have came, I would have done anything, you know. Um, but now it's like I got to take in consideration my time of what I'm doing. Right, I have an audience of millions of people that I have to put out content to. So if the project doesn't really make sense for where I want to go, like trajectory, then, yeah. then it's probably a pass for me, you know? So, and, and are you not going to vacate? I mean, you don't vacation or what? Never, never. No. So you are working. I mean, it's, again, I'm just going to say this over and over for kids and even adults that I know struggling out here. Get your ass in gear and work because you can do it from your house. You don't have you to can, wait on anybody. Yeah. like, And that's the great thing about now. And the truth is I, I did it 30 years ago when you did have to wait because I made my own short films. I had to find a way to distribute them to people. Now yeah. you can get online and God willing. So what What was the first video? I, I, I need to see that this That went now. viral? Yeah. It was basically a video about girls doing their makeup in the car. So like yeah. I'm in the passenger seat, right? And my girl's driving and she's like doing her lipstick, looking in, like swerving or whatever. It's going all over. Yeah. And, and, you know, she's doing it like perfectly. It's getting on, but she's like swerving, right? And it's so casual for her. <laughs> right. And then she takes out like a blow dryer. She's blow drying her hair. <laughs> she's changing all while driving. And when it cuts back to me, I'm like putting a helmet on. I'm putting a neck brace on, <laughs> right. like a mouthpiece. I'm like shitting myself, right? And it just gets crazier and crazier. Um, and that, that's, that was Is it. that still up? Yeah, you're going to have to do some scrolling. One of the first <laughs> like ones. It's like the fourth, fifth one, yeah. Are right. you doing seven days a week? Uh, Yeah. So, I, I mean, so on TikTok, I'm only going four days a week because two out of two of those days, I'm posting pictures. You can't post pictures on TikTok. So on IG, I am try to hit seven, which I usually do, but some days I only hit six uh, six times a week on IG. Mm-hmm. So how's this affecting relationships? I mean, oh, I, I, Dude, I, like, I'll be honest with you. I don't really have much of a personal life. Yeah. It's just constantly shooting, editing. But at the same time to, to, you know, say it's because I want to. It's not like I'm stuck and no, I have I know. to do this, right? You yeah. want to work and yeah, you want to create. Yeah, I enjoy this Well, shit. and like, you're I young, love, so you're, yeah, you're love, building yourself. I love making people laugh. I love the recognition. It's, there are certain things that you can't get. Like even if I get to a certain amount of money, it doesn't really matter to me because for me, what I'm getting the high off of is people saying, holy crap, like I was depressed or I watched your videos and, you know, people send me messages where like – your page is the only place I go when I'm upset or, you know, watching your video is the one good minute of my day and stuff like that. I'm like, shit. Yeah, so, so positivity you're spreading around. So, so do you want to try to do longer form stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. Have you written a script yet or what? Yeah, I've written a couple. Um, I actually shot a short film uh, that I created and it ended up winning like L.A. Shorts Film Festival. Uh, I got qualified for an Oscar. Wow. Um, didn't make it further than that. But, you know, that is that That's I am working goal. on that. And that's what I'm working on in my off time, which is like, you know, 11 at night, right? I love I'm that. writing for this bigger project. But at the same time, I have such a big audience here. I can't just stop that. Yeah. And a lot of people are telling me, you know, I'm getting advice from people who've never even done this yeah, shit. Of course. And they're like, dude, you want to make it like you've built an audience, you've made money, like put that on pause and start doing this. And I'm like, 
I can't put that on. You know what? Be authentic to what you want to do and don't yeah. listen to the schmucks who don't know what they're talking about. But I, I don't know. I, I'm glad that I was able to find you because you were awesome in the show, which people will see soon yeah. enough. And, uh, and you know, you got to see Mark Cuban and Dylan and Connolly and Kamiko Glenn, who are all, I mean, three uh, Connolly Dylan Emmy nominated actors. Kamiko, yeah. I think, is going to be a superstar, and Cuban is a. Uh, yeah, when you, when you DM me, I was like, I don't care what shoot I have. I'm canceling everything. <laughs> I'll, shoot, I'll shoot later. I'll shoot at 3 a.m. if I have to, you know? Well, yeah. Uh, that was all I appreciated. And you, and you were great. And uh, I appreciate you coming in for this. For sure. um, spread the word about us because it's sad with all the accomplishments I've had in my life. <laughs> like you're, you have one video that's probably got more. Yeah. Well, of an I'll send you guys my rate. Like, I'll send you guys my rate. Done. And then we'll see. <laughs> I'll give you guys a good deal. I like we'll it. I like it. Nah, all right, I'll well, post this for sure. I love it. Everybody check out uh, Adam W., Adam Wahid. He's awesome and awesome. funny as hell. And then you'll see him in Ramalon soon enough. But thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm thanks, excited, I'm excited for Ramalon. Thank you.